Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We're back this week. Took a little break last week for some personal happenings, but we're back fresh, better Mm -hmm. than ever, and ready to dig in uh, Decision Day as well as Reunion Part 1. Before we start, Jay, do you have any updates from The Bachelor Streets or Married at First Sight? Mm, I'm trying to recall what's happened on The Bachelor over the last couple weeks. It's been quite a bit of shit, but... Um, ultimately, I think it's between Nate and Joe, and the boys are in Minnesota with Michelle, so they've left wherever they started at. Um, wait, yeah, they're like, already at hometowns? No, they're not doing hometowns. They just took everybody to Minnesota. That was like, oh, we're going oh. to Minnesota. I think because, you know, she, I don't know if she had to get start getting ready for school or what, but. Oh, wow. Really? They life. ultimately are back in Minnesota. And they're there to, like, stay. This is not hometowns. This is just... Okay, okay. Yeah, so her parents are there, and her friends are there. And she's met with her parents. Her best friends have... They were, like, on a boat on the lakes um, with Nate. And so all that's fine and good. There's, like, regular drama, but nothing... I don't think super juicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. As far as Married at First Sight, I mean, all of y'all have should have seen Decision Day by now. We're gonna cover it still. Yeah, but... just a lot of a lot of that's on the Reddit threads. I mean, my goodness. So we'll we'll get into that. You're right. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious, it's it's something. Okay. Well, I guess I'll um, start us off with a Decision Day. Do it. Do it. Um. So we start off as you know the usual. Everyone's getting ready for the day. Um, there are these like little, um, there's some B-roll of, you know, everyone getting dressed. Um, Bao was having coffee out on the balcony. Is it balcony or patio? Which is which? Um, balcony, I think is what she was on. Patios, I don't think have like, like, uh, gate fencing Mm -hmm. around them. I typically think of patios just like open space. Okay, yeah, so she was out on the balcony because she's up pretty high. I forgot they're like, I mean, it's, you know, a multi-rise. High rise. Goodness gracious. Uh, So she said that she's going to miss drinking coffee out there with Johnny. I was like, oh, all right. Um, What a reach. Can we just get it through that this episode didn't need to happen? It really didn't. We're really going to like, I mean, this may be like, 15 minutes max like i mean there's just really like nothing to discuss um, i mean the episode needed to happen i guess that i need to correct yes. that the episode mm-hmm. needed to happen but the episode was drawn out immensely for you to I get agree. 10 people to say one word each like it's it's too much um but yes mm-hmm, there's a lot of a lot of fluff it's a fluff piece yeah, it was it was pretty dry. Um, so <laughs> we get into Mirla and Gil. They're the first couple because usually the first couple goes. The first couple is always a couple that's going to stay together. Mm. Um, so traditionally, is that a fact? 
that's usually what happens. Like they always oh. do the one couple that's going to stay together. That's the first person. Um, and so, then downhill from there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Mirla's <laughs> wearing like this long sleeve, like a uh, white dress. Um, I don't know. What do you call these things? It's like this a, is like. It looks like a t-shirt dress almost with like the stiffness of the fabric, but yes, yes, yeah. Well, like these thigh-high boots. I didn't really like the boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her eyeshadow was insane. Man, let's get into that fucking eyeshadow because I, I was like, what? okay, I like the dress and the boots. I can see that being a combo. But then at some point they pan to her face, and y'all know how Mirla feels about makeup. She says she doesn't like makeup. She says she just likes. A little mascara and a little lip gloss or something like that. But for some reason, this woman has eyeshadow on. And it's this, like, harsh red-purple. If y'all remember Marilyn Gill's wedding and there was, like, that dark makeup look on everyone, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that. Just a very heavy, intense, not well-put-together look. Yes, it was. And I don't know who <laughs> did that, um, but it was, it was pretty distracting. It, yeah. And it was honestly like I could see some makeup like underneath her, her, her eyes. So like, yeah, I was just like, so did you do this yourself? Like, I, I it was just, did. it was just, it was awful. Um, so, you know, I, I wish everyone best. Cause I was like, this is not a great look. It was not good. <laughs> and I, I never want that to happen ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gil That's was wearing like this light blue suit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was like an Easter suit almost. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't like pastel colored suits on like yeah. larger men, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so then Mirla is like talking, um, they're, they're doing like all these, um, all these past shots, all this footage the we've montage. already seen montage of like everything we've already seen. She's talking over it. Um, and the only thing that stood out to me was she says that she worries that her husband can't enjoy the finer things in life. Um, and he never shies away from a moment to make her feel special, which was news to me. Um, and then Gil starts talking. He says she's one of a kind. A warm hug helps her feel better and gives her joy. Mm. And she's a princess. But is she willing to change her mindset and negativity? So then we get into it. Um, Mirla says that the wedding day was awful. Um, she doesn't like meeting new people, but she wanted a husband. <laughs> I <Yikes>. mean, <laughs> when she started with this, I was like, what the fuck? This is so interesting. So I'm like, you don't like meeting new people. How do you have the friends that you have? Like, just she her outlook on life. I'm like, something must have happened to her. Somebody hurt her. Because I was like, she said the wedding was terrible. She didn't like any of it. And I was like, girl... Even if you didn't like it. Even if it wasn't ideal. Yeah. And I mean, I do understand that, like, that's not, like, a traditional wedding where, like, you know everyone who's coming and, Mm -hmm. like, you actually have those connections. Because I can see, like, a wedding is so intimate. So I guess I technically can see how that might not be fun. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's never, like, what she's saying. It's always how she says it. Yeah, because it came across as, like, rude and ungrateful. And yeah. I think if she wanted to say, like, it's not what I would have chosen for myself, you know, that would have been. Right. Exactly. A bit yeah. softer or it's like yeah. not what I dreamed of, not what I envisioned. But like, mm-hmm. but she was just kind of like, well, I did it because I wanted to get married. And that's the only reason. Well, I mean, which I guess is kind of 
true also i mean i don't know again like these it's are all true. it's just like girl yeah but just i don't know but then why does she have to soften her delivery like it, it goes into the question or just the conversation of why do women have to be soft or like why mm. is why are we expecting her to be this like delightful grateful bubbly girl i don't know it's it's, it's some questions you know i feel like her behavior i could really spend some time talking about because on one hand yeah. I'm like you're trash on the other hand I'm like but I get it so I mean I personally don't like if anyone said that about about it like male or female non-binary I'd be like like you could you could work on your delivery a little bit mm-hmm. I don't think she has to be like super polite and approachable but it's like and I think mm-hmm. with her track record it's a little bit harder because she doesn't really enjoy most of the things right um yeah. well, the things so it's not enjoys. like she's like well i just didn't like this thing and yeah. well, it's like this constant thing with her where she's never satisfied well and then we kind of get into that because pastor cal yeah. asked about her wedding ring and she says she doesn't like it it's ugly <laughs> ah, that's what i was like do you have to say that but but their rings aren't great so that's why i'm always just like Again, she's telling the truth. The rings are trash. I've seen them. They're not good. How does she work with children? Because you can't be that blunt. Just know, I know the rings are trash. But at the same time, like, maybe if she had said, you know, I'm not really wearing the wedding ring. It's not the best. It's not really my style. But I appreciate the effort. She could have said, I'm waiting for an upgrade. Now it would have been like, okay. But like, I don't like it. It's ugly. Like, girl. That's true, yeah. Um, so then they get into the whole, you know, the sh- shit we've seen before, you guys. The negative Nancy package, Marilla's a brat, moody, blah, blah, blah. Um, you want to take it from here? Married, yes or no? <sighs> okay, uh, there's a little bit back and forth. Marilyn says she feels like it's been zero to 100 um, over the last eight weeks. Gil tries to correct her, and he's like, no, it was like zero <laughs> to like maybe 45, and then like 45 to 100. Uh, for some reason, Dr. Pepper asked about, uh, sex and, um, I, mean, I think Gil kind of volunteered this information as well. Cause y'all know he's a chatterbox. Of course. So he said they had sex about two weeks ago. He says it was good. Yeah. Like no issues reported. Everybody seems okay. They're able to move on. Um, so yeah, she says she's worried about the finances and that she's money driven, but he's more passion driven. He says that she wants to be a millionaire. Um, and he says he could be happy as like a thousandaire. He doesn't need to be a, <laughs> a millionaire. That's um, so inaccurate, though, because she's in education. So, like, she's not going to be a millionaire. Like, But he said that's what she wants, though. It's like, you know, she would like, to, I would like to be a millionaire, too, probably. Well, yeah, I'd like to be a millionaire, too. My career. But Gil could be a thousandaire and be just as happy. Well, okay, Gil. I don't know, Gil. <laughs> like, I guess, whatever. So Dr. Viviana chimes in and she comments that, you know, we realized there was this discrepancy there initially. We thought you all would be able to overcome that. Were we wrong? And Mira says, I think you were. And I was like, okay, well, you know, in that case, someone to ask for your opinion and share it. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. That seems appropriate. Um, but then I was still flabbergasted, like, by the decision because where she, she said, I think you were wrong. Um, she says, Gil doesn't want a concierge. He says, well, I can be the concierge. I can be the trash man. And she's like, but you don't have to. So it just seems very, very drastic differences with them there. Um, and so 
ultimately for the decision, Mira says if she had to do it again, she would, and she would change a bunch of things about it. Um, but ultimately she says, yes, she wants to stay married to her husband. <sighs> Gil, oh, wonderful. he... Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, hmm, hmm. Gil says he enjoyed the past eight weeks, um, but there are two different people with, you know, main concerns being money and moodiness. But he says he's in love with her, and he says yes. They also don't know how many kids they want to have. She wants, or she wants to have kids in a year and a half. He says maybe like two or three, you know, give it some time. So this is really interesting because even though they both said yes, they want to stay married. All the conversations they're having outside of that are, they're on different pages. So. Yeah, mm. they are. So we'll see what happens, you guys. Um, so then we go into Brett and Ryan. Heavens. I have. Val my... and Johnny? Oh, Did I skip Brett and Ryan? Oh. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I definitely just skipped over. Um, Val looks good. Yeah, Val looks great. Uh, red is definitely like, I, I like that color on her. I'm starting um, to be tired of people in red dresses, though. Truth. Well, now I am. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Bao and Johnny are up. Um, there's, again, montage and talking, you know, talking over it. So, Johnny says that he has sabotaged this marriage by looking for any way out. Oh, wait, is that Johnny saying that or Bao? I think it's, uh, well... Mm, I don't oh, that's Bao. That's Bao. I'm sorry. Bao was saying that Johnny has sabotaged the marriage by looking for any way out and that he she's, he sees the potential for happiness but is afraid of being hurt. Um, and then Johnny says that Bao hides certain aspects of herself because she's uncomfortable and ashamed. And he says her lack of maturity was a turnoff. And it was hard to have meaningful conversations with her without getting into a fight. And Johnny also says that the marriage has been difficult and they are both to blame. Um, so Johnny looked like an accountant here. I didn't even know what he was wearing. but It's it pretty was unremarkable. Just, yeah, I don't even recall. Um, I don't even have anything about their back and forth. I just have their decisions. Okay. <laughs> Let me cover the long and short of it all. Okay, so um, Dr. Pepper asked about the best part of the experience. Bao says for her there's been more highs than lows, and she says the one-month anniversary is really good for them um, where they jumped out of the plane. She felt like that was kind of the best day. Johnny says he the good parts for him have been a lot of the smaller stuff because they give him hope. He's not so concerned about the the fancy uh schmancy dates or like the big to-dos he just likes the everyday life l-o-l huh i said (laughs) l-o-l so they talk about the biggest challenge bow says for her her biggest challenge is knowing how to communicate effectively and johnny said for him it was knowing how to not run uh dr viviana asked if bow agrees and she says no because Johnny said he would have left on the first week if it hadn't been for the show. Like they would, if they hadn't been married and hadn't been for the contract that they're in with um, production, he would have left. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Pepper further goes on and she asks, "Can you track where things went sideways?" Bow says, "When things get heated, uh, she doesn't tend to speak up." Johnny says he he never yells and listens to whatever she wants to say though. So there's no reason why she shouldn't speak up. 
Johnny says that Bao is always looking to blame one person. So there's a lot of, I don't know, just nonsensical talking. The same things that we've been on the entire season. Really nothing new to report. Um, Dr. Pepper asks about the whole situation with Bao's best friend, Sarah. And Johnny apologizes, which I think is the right thing to do. And he apologizes. He says he was going through a rough time. And it seemed like Bao's best friend was the only person who understood and he then mm-hmm. says he should have sought Bao's permission to speak to her in the first place and not just, you know, looked for somebody to tell him exactly what he thought. <sighs> so Pastor Cal is looking a little distraught and he's like, it seems like the same problems y'all had in dating you brought into marriage. And that's pretty much what happened because there's no therapy happening for them. I to mean, do yeah, I, I almost was like, what do you expect? Pastor Cal? <laughs> I, I, I'm really, I, I yeah. was so confused. It's almost like the expectation was like, okay, y'all have been dating your whole lives, and now when you go into marriage, you're going to do things completely different. Right. Exactly. Like, why But, like, with what tools? What support? Yeah. I mean, y'all popping in and out every couple, every three weeks is not really support. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I could maybe understand that if I felt like there was better... Like, again, that better support. And if they had, like, some weekly individual and weekly couples and Mm -hmm. really had a chance to work on things, I think that could have been better. But that's kind of where that ends before they go into the decision. I'll let you do that because, again, wow. Wow, wow, Um, wow. So they asked them, you know, do you want to stay together? Do you want to, you know, divorce? Johnny says that, you know, he wants to see what will happen uh, without the cameras, the lights, and the crew, and maybe have some counseling for them. So he's deciding to stay married, um, which is very interesting, um, <laughs> considering, you know, everything. Um, mm-hmm. Bao says no. She says that she came in for a commitment and support, and she just didn't get it. So then Johnny appears, I don't know flabbergasted or something or he shocked shocked. seems shocked and he's just like wow and his talking confessional he's like was marriage with me really that bad i'm kind of hurt and i'm like johnny what show was he watching what are you talking about (laughs) like i just was so confused Mm -mm. like it made no sense to me and i just didn't understand like what was happening like you know it was bad like you were there like you told her you were attracted to her her giddiness made you sick like you, you despised her, remember? So, like, what That's is... That's the thing, because he's like, well, what's the harm in trying? Why wouldn't she give it a shot? And it's like, but dude, she gave it a shot trying. already. Ugh. Again, it was insane. Mm. So, girl. <sighs> so, that's no that. insight. He doesn't know what the hell is happening. <sighs> yeah. So, then we move on to... This is Brett and Ryan now, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, um, so Brett comes out in this green ensemble. <laughs> I don't like it. Not good. It's like sparkly. Um, it was sparkly, sparkly green, dress. like a jumpsuit, and her breasts were out. No, 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 no. That's the reunion. Oh wait, so what'd she have on? Oh shit, some sparkly dress. It wasn't the green jumpsuit. The green jumpsuit is also a look we can talk Oops, about. But. Sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> This was like some muted, neutral, but it was like sparkly. Let me wow, see. I don't even remember. <laughs> it I'm wasn't sorry, great. guys. I That's don't all you need remember. to know. It wasn't great. It was 
Let me see if I could find a picture of this thing. Um, it just wasn't great. Yeah, it's yeah. like purplish. I don't yeah. know what color. I this don't is. even recall. I'm so Mauve. sorry, Brett. It must not have been great. It must not have been a good look for her. It wasn't. It wasn't flattering. Ryan, I'll tell you that. I don't that. even know what Ryan was wearing. Was he wearing like some jeans and like a jacket and a white t-shirt? Ryan was wearing his very standard uh, like pants, slacks with a with sports coat. So not like a suit, but like a more casual, typical thing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's usually what he goes for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, they sit down um their little talking heads are i'm sorry they're talking um over the footage of you know their marriage and the relationship um ryan said something that just really tickled me he said she doesn't love the country she isn't outdoorsy we just don't see things the same way and i just thought that was really interesting um so brett says that she really gave this marriage her all, but unfortunately, she doesn't feel like Ryan was ready for marriage. We bring up this dating app situation because uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper seemed very upset about him um, downloading the dating app while he was married to Brett. Uh, Ryan said that that's his biggest regret and that he is extremely sorry for doing that and for the damage that it caused i i still stand behind not thinking that's such a big deal um because they, they've they've had nothing like yeah they've kissed maybe four times like he has really expressed that he's not interested in her not invested in this marriage actions speak louder than words so I guess, like, I still don't, I get the whole, he didn't respect me, blah, 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 but I just don't, they're just so boring and dull to watch, and I'm just like, I just don't care. I don't care mm. that he did, I don't care he downloaded the dating app, he's about to get, he's about to get divorced in a week, he don't even <laughs> like you, like, what does it matter? Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it, and I know you guys are going to be upset. I saw y'all in the comments on IG were like, it's so disrespectful. I don't mm. care. Because they well, had nothing. I understand they've had nothing, but again, with the communication piece, because if, like, why are you, like, like, just let me know what you want to do, and we can do that. But I think it was made it was made worse for me personally when he was like, "Oh, that's not even active." And I'm like, "How is it not active if you just made it today? It's active. That's active. Today is active." Well, I don't think maybe he didn't re- actually I don't really know how it works because once See, you re-download it, I mean, just cuz you downloaded it don't mean that like he's swiping, right? Well, he matched with someone. But maybe so that match the- was from like a previous time. Brett said that her friend said that they matched today. And so I, just, I don't, don't I don't know what to believe. Cause I feel like if, cause if he said, Oh, I've, I had that downloaded before we even got married and it's just been mm-hmm. idle and I just got back on it. That's one thing. But it was the storyline seemed to me like he downloaded it and created his profile and started swiping today or yesterday. Um, so I don't know, but he said he could show it's it's not active. But I'm like, how do you make it not active? How are you matching with people? Yeah. I don't have enough information to make 
I agree. I agree. The best educated guess. We don't even know what app it is and how that app, you know, differentiates itself with these things. So it's just, it's very confusing. But if you're matching with somebody that doesn't, that doesn't, that tells me you're not inactive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, I see the point, like, we don't even know what we're doing. But like, you're taking me around your family's property and stuff. Like, why? Like, you, we don't have to do this. We don't, we don't have to do any of this. So... I don't know, but it seemed like Dr. Pepper was, I guess, personally offended. Her and Ryan have had this weird dynamic the whole season, though, right? Where yeah, they've been they have. Like, they he's, have. like, scared of her, and she's, like, coming down on him. Yeah. It was about weird. whatever. So, oh, I mean, and I did notice, um, I'm sorry, I want to go back to something that you said. You mentioned a couple episodes ago that he only refers to Pastor Cal as Cal. Yes, yes. I noticed that when he walked in and he like shook everybody's hands. He's like, how are you doing, Cal? Oh, he said <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. He walked in, he shook each person's hand and Pastor Cal was first and he was like, hey, Cal, how's it going or whatever like that. And then, wow. you know, shook Dr. Viviana and Dr. Uh, Pepper's hand. And I was like, this man. Yeah, I don't really know what his deal is. Um, mm-hmm. MAGA. But yeah, so ultimately, I don't know if you guys are shocked, but um, they both decline uh, to stay married. Uh, I think Brett goes first and says that she would like to get a divorce. And I think Ryan's like, I want it as well. Like, it was just very, like, strange. Um, mm-hmm. And so then, like, all the experts start, like, hyping Brett up or something. They're just like, you're beautiful. You're smart. You're great. You're going to get another man. And I'm just like... Why do y'all love Brett so much? Mm. I don't know. It was just weird. Do you dislike her? I feel indifferent. Like, I have no thoughts about her. Like, I don't mm. really... I, I feel nothing. Like, yeah. she didn't really give me much of anything. So, I'm kind of just like... Whereas, I feel like I have stronger feelings about everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, every other girl. But with her, for some reason, I just don't feel like I know anything about her. Or, like, there's no, like, personal, like, connection or anything that like bonds us. Yeah, that's probably how he feels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, if you're getting that from like the TV and he's Well, and I mean, I guess like because like I can name something about each of the girls that like makes me remember them, you know, or like mm. makes me like have some connection with them, you know, like Mirla like there's always and... one person in the season who's a little like the least memorable yes exactly and for her like i can't even remember what she had on like i literally i'm still (laughs) trying to figure out like what this girl if you google it a picture will come up it's not but i I, and that's the thing is that i don't even i don't even i haven't even moved to google it okay well yeah so yeah there you have it yeah i don't i don't know um, it did seem to me a little bit as Ryan gave his answer, like Brett went first or so Ryan kind of said, I agree, but he seemed like a little teary and sniffly. And I was like, why are we, why are we feeling emotions? He it's not care. for Brett. I think maybe he had allergies. <laughs> maybe I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's about Brett at all. I think it might just be like, oh, I never wanted to have a divorce, but now I have mm, one. But. Maybe, maybe. <sighs> okay, so then we see Michaela and Zach. Michaela has on the same outfit as Mirla in a different style. <laughs> a different style. Yeah, it's I didn't another like her look at all. It looked like the cheaper version of Mirla's outfit, to be honest. Um, it was gross. It, it was like maybe an off-white, long-sleeve dress. Uh, like a thigh-cut dress, whatever, with a belt and then some thigh-high boots. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar um zach had on what a blue suit 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing special there. He looks nice, but it's standard. Yeah, it was very basic. Yeah, we get into their montage. Um, and as the, as we were watching this montage of them, because it, of course, covers the meltdowns, do should they be able to watch the whole season's footage before decision day or do or what do you think they do or you think they don't i don't think at the reunion no because the reunion is filmed fuck i forgot when it is but it's not it's not filmed no decision day isn't filmed after like the season's ended so let me go back to the um decision day is before it airs right yes yes decision day and the reunion i believe or maybe the reunion no decision day is before it airs reunion is like maybe like they said four months after decision day yeah maybe i don't know i feel like that still feels a little too that feels too i saw someone post the timeline yes they did and i'm trying to find it but i cannot find it but yeah i just So for decision day, I'm not even sure if he would have seen, you know, the exorcism. So that's what I'm saying. Like, should you be allowed to see the unseen footage before you decide to stay with someone? Absolutely. How can they expect him to make a decision based on what he hasn't he hasn't seen? Um, Ooh, heavens! It's a bit of a doozy. I'm like, y'all need full disclosure, but um anywho so dr pepper asked how they feel michaela says she feels relieved that they made it here Zach says he feels really good dr pepper asked what was your version of marriage like she's asking this to to uh both of them michaela says uh she feels like she was learning lessons someone asked where are the good times zach zach so for some reason pulls out a note out of his jacket pocket and everyone's like what's that for and he has written a narrative of some sort to Michaela essentially he says everything was worth it he gets all tearful he confesses his love to her she starts crying I don't know what the hell is happening Pastor Cal's like well what does that tell you and Michaela mm-hmm. he really cares about me uh, uh, they ask Zach what he's feeling. He says he's happy. He's really thankful. He starts crying. It's just these these people. It's very confusing. Emotion. Too many emotions to make smart decisions. He says he remembers the beginning. How happy he was to meet someone like Michaela. He feels like outside of his mom, she's the most amazing woman he knows. Uh. Um, Doctor Brown is like, how does it make sense that y'all are gushing right now? Like the way that y'all have been back and forth. Like, how are y'all doing this? Mm-hmm. Michaela says they've worked on communication and listening. And I'm like, have y'all worked on it? No. What are you talking about? We go to the decision. You want to tell us how that goes? Oh, man. <sighs> I don't even know where to start. Um, so I believe Michaela goes first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that, you know, through the ups and downs, you know, she did she say that she's like learned from this experience or something? Some shenanigans, y'all. I mean, lies. <laughs> um, but she basically says that she would like to stay married to Zach and to continue to um, deepen the relationship. But to also basically she wants to stay together and try and work it out, work it out, work it out, work it out. Because, you know, this got to be love, right? They're in love. It's great. They love each other. It doesn't have to be love. I mean, what else could it be? You know, I'm just telling you what she said. Infatuation. So, so then Zachary, young Zachary, um, wow. 
He says that he would like a divorce because he wants to divorce the past eight weeks. However, he would like to work on the relationship with her and move forward and, you know, in a positive way. So then all the experts are like, wait, you just read this whole letter sobbing about how you love her and how she's just this best person and she's the most incredible woman. He's like, yeah, but I just don't want to be, I, I want to divorce this experience because the only reason why I'm divorcing this experience is because it was not a good experience. But if I had had, <laughs> if we had had a good experience and if we had had a good marriage, then I'd want to stay together. But I'm divorcing the past eight weeks. I want to divorce the past eight weeks and I want to move forward. This whole thing where he cannot be the bad guy is like, I won't divorce Michaela. I'm just going to divorce the last eight weeks. Right. And it's like, why not just say, <laughs> I want a divorce. This was not a great experience for us, but I'm open to seeing what happens. Like, like he just has to be the good guy. And it's just so ridiculous. Like, it's so frustrating. You just sat here and read this whole fucking letter about, like, singing her praises, which I don't even think she Crying. deserves. Crying. I don't even know where these words are coming from. He doesn't know either. He doesn't know. But that's the whole thing. They're like, I don't think you understood the question. You say yes or you say no. You don't say yes or you don't say no and let's keep dating. That's not what you... That creates confusion for, for Michaela. Because she does I mean, you're sitting here reading the letter crying and then telling her you want a divorce. Exactly. After you just told her you she's the most amazing woman in the world. Yeah, like, it's just very confusing. And, like, I just don't... I, I just don't like it. And like Zach, like I just I want him to be able to stand in his own. Like there is a great book that's coming out, you guys. That's called like um, I think it's something about the power of being disliked or something or like it's it, it goes into like why it's OK to essentially be disliked. Like there is no issue with like everyone needing to be your friend, everyone needing to like you. Like it, it's, it's, you know, guys, we just got to move forward and not, you're not everyone's cup of tea and that's totally fine. Everyone's energy Preach. is different. And with Zachary, it's like, he can't get over that. Like he wants, every, he wants to appear well liked. He wants to look out, come out looking good. You know, this whole notion of divorcing the past eight weeks, Zach, shut up. Do you want to divorce? <laughs> yes or no? I mean, just that simple there but he's like very no but yes but and then Ugh. he's getting frustrated and he's like well i said what i said and i was like and it's like but how are you how are you getting frustrated we're frustrated like how are you not understanding what we're saying yeah that's the thing he really i think truly doesn't see why why what he's saying is confusing which is yes, i guess he maybe really a bigger it. issue that he thinks that's an okay proposition because he's not even saying like, Oh, let's just be friends. He's saying like, we'll figure our relationship out and, and essentially like selling a dream, dream to Michaela who's stupid enough to buy it. Cause I don't know. It seems like she could have other prospects. God bless all those people in Houston. Girl, she said speed on the matchmaking special she said she had somebody in her bed like three weeks ago all right well go get them then girl because like she has i just i don't even i don't even want to get into it not guys. saying it'd be a good relationship but it's not, not for her to be, be hung up on for her to be hung up on zach and feel like that's the only man she could be with like girl. no i don't think she'd be hung up at all but at the same time like michaela has some serious 
Mm-hmm. Some serious things that she needs to like really work on in her oh, herself. So I just wish her grace and love. I do she's think that she's it. able to be on her best behavior in front of the experts. Um, because it seems like she's not storming out, she's not breaking things, and I don't think that's necessarily growth. I think that's just more like I know I'm being watched and I know I'll yes, be held. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> okay. What do we have next? Rachel and Jose. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nothing really happened here. Them. Nothing happened. I know, really. I only have like really three lines about the whole thing, so Yeah. Uh <laughs> She's wearing a dress that is kind of young looking, I guess. His tie matches her dress. Um, And he's wearing another like blue suit with a white button down. Um, They do a montage (laughs) of their history. They discuss the past and the deadbolt situation. She's only notes I really have. She said the way he argued with her after that scared her. And she saw it as a character flaw. Um, they discuss him trusting her, and he says he he's concerned, and he thinks he she could po- he thinks that she could possibly leave and walk out after he always tells her she can. Um, however, for the decision, he wants to stay married, and she does too. Any other notes about that couple? Um, no, that was pretty much right. it. I mean, they basically you know they want to stay together. They're gonna work at it. You know, great, love it, best mm-hmm. wishes. Um, so then we get, uh, some little footage of after decision day. Um, everyone meets up at a bar in Houston. Jose says that, uh, him and Rachel had a great journey and he realized that he isn't the best communicator or listener. And Rachel says that she had to say yes, uh, because she Ubered there and she needed a ride home. Um, so they're basically going, Johnny basically is asking everyone, like, did you say yes or no? Like, we don't know. As if they don't know. As if they haven't texted each other, but whatever. Um, Gil said that he decided to stay married to Mirla because it's a tax break. It actually isn't. Um, but yeah, it only, there's only a tax break if you have kids, y'all. Just stay away. Because that's how things um, work here in Texas. What the? Yes, there is no... The tax break is non-existent unless you have children or property, Um, which I don't think Gil's going to have either of those anytime soon. Um, Let's keep going. (laughs) Mirla says that she's excited for them to build a home. Uh, And Gil also says that they've consummated the marriage about two weeks ago. I'm like, why is... Okay, whatever. Michaela says mm. that she told the experts that she wanted to stay married, and Zach says that it was not a great day for him. Um, he says <laughs> that he still intends to hang out with her, get to know each other. He says it doesn't matter what the decision is on decision day. God. Mm-hmm. Zach said he'll respect um, Michaela's wishes one way or another, but basically says our relationship is our relationship. Uh, Michaela says that if he needs to get away from her to really flourish, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? Um, oh, Bre- Brett and Ryan. I don't have any notes. <laughs> Do you have nothing much? Nothing much happened. Brett was saying to um, 
I think she said to Michaela and Zach, you know, just do whatever makes you happy. It doesn't matter if the rest of us have whiplash and don't know what the hell is going on. Just Yeah, she do. really can't talk. Mc- Mc- um, <laughs> Brett can't say nothing about nobody. So that was great. Uh, great advice. Thank you. Johnny says he was kind of undecided going into it. Um, but oh, then he thought, like, what's that. the harm in saying yes? And Val's like, it was just too little, too late. I agree. It's kind of where we end off with that episode. They give you the clip of the reunion. Um, We see Gil crying and he has a full beard. Um, Looks juicy. So if we don't have anything else to say about that episode, we can move right into the reunion. Yes. Uh, Yes. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. They recap the whole fucking season. Um, Like we don't know. I, I mean, you guys. There's a ton of montages happening that I guess are just like space fillers. They recap the whole season. They tell us it's four months later. Kevin Frazier is hosting the reunion virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least he's in like a separate room. Which is and weird. I know, right? That's what I thought. Like, is he not been tested or is he not there? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, so who do we start with? Rachel and Jose. Mm-hmm. Rachel Very Jose interesting. Green. Very interesting. With both of them? Yes. Tell me what you think. So Rachel and Jose are basically, um, they basically, at, at, at the reunion, they were no longer, I'm confused. I believe they were not together. Yes. Okay, yeah, they broke up um, because they um, they needed to work on things. Mm-hmm. And so basically, Jose says that they got in, uh, moved into his home, and became very complacent. And so they took a break, about a month. And so now they're actively working on the relationship. Uh, Rachel says they needed to do um, a little reset, and their emotional connection deteriorated. Um, she said that Jose would tell her that she had too much stuff and he kept bothering her about when she was going to move her stuff and it's not very stressful. Uh, so then she moved back to her mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're working on the relationship. Apparently they have trips planned. Uh, they were going to plan a trip to Mexico. Um, and the only other thing I have about this couple that I thought was really interesting is that Kevin basically wanted him to admit that he locked her out of the house on purpose. Mm-hmm. Jose says that unfortunately it was an oops. He says he blew it out of proportion. Um, he said in white and black, yes, he did lock her out. But he says that he thought that she had just left and it was 1230. So if she was going to stay there, she would have been there. So, yeah. It, so he, she just he, left with none of her stuff. Yeah, he, yes, he's an idiot. Um, he's lying, and he says that he's very passive-aggressive, so at least we know that. Um, so how did you feel about them breaking up and then, like, her moving out, and now they're dating? <laughs> you know, as I'm looking at my notes, I have a sentence in here. Lots of boring stuff as, yeah. as, as they were going on and on and on. Um mm-hmm. I find it truly believable because he seems difficult to be with. Especially with her coming into his space, I could see where it'd be like uncomfortable. Like, why the fuck am I here with you? And that house, honestly, is just not my my vibe. Like, just from top to bottom. I mean, he's not my vibe, but um, you know, I don't know. So much wood, remember? I girl, I'd go crazy in that house. (laughs) 
I'd need, be like, this need is some more soft not. surfaces. Oh my goodness, I cannot. And then the front, oh. Yeah, I don't know. So they they talk about the summer a little bit as well, about Summer Rachel and how she wants to do stuff. She says she doesn't want to be Summer Rachel. She wants to be Summer Rosé. He mentions when he travels, he goes all out. Like, he gets the best hotels and all that stuff. And so that's Mm -hmm. why for him, he feels like it's a bigger bigger deal to travel, and they can only do it once every five years or so. He doesn't say that part, but that's implied. No, no. Oh, I was like, (laughs) once every five years? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he doesn't want to travel at all. He doesn't even like to leave the house. Well, and honestly, like, it doesn't have to be, like, because, you know, I am a hotel person. So, like, when I travel. Yes, we are both hotel people. If y'all yes. don't know, like, don't I'm not staying at the Courtyard at the Marriott. Like, I want to stay in a very nice place. So, I I'll do stay understand. At the courtyard at the Marriott, just not at Airbnb. Go ahead. I don't want to stay either. And so I understand her being like, well, maybe we can skimp on the hotel and do more experiences, but you just have to find a way that you both agree with, basically. Like, just come to an agreement. Like, because, you know, not every partner wants to stay at the Four Seasons. Some may feel differently. So, like, I have to bend a little, you know? So, like, but I guess the thing is, like, does she want to bend with him? Because he's just so, ugh. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing to take into consideration with with him specifically is like, is it going to be flexible or is it going to be like Jose's way or no way? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because <sighs> um, I can see him being like, well, if we can't afford to stay at this hotel that I want to stay at, then we can't afford to go. And it's like, well, and honestly, like hotels in Europe, like that's probably the one time I won't be able to stay in like my usual accommodations because those hotels mm, are expensive. Uh, but they're so expensive like a five-star hotel in paris like my god like it is so expensive i mean and that's the thing rachel doesn't care she might be that kind of person who like will stay in a hostel that's Um, true that is true and so again that's a conversation you need to have with your partner before you travel but anywho's looks like they love each other uh, or they say they love each other Rachel's trying to detail to us what Jose does for work. She doesn't have any idea, but she figures it out and knows that he does. He manages the pieces for the astronaut suits. Um, That's pretty cool. I wonder how does one get into that line of work? I had the same thought because it seemed pretty. um, I know he has a couple of degrees, but it seems not that. I don't know. Like who who knows what that position is? Like who knows there's a position like that? You know, it seems like very obscure. Mm-hmm. I um, would love for him to kind of tell us more of like how he got into that. No, you don't. Because you remember Rachel said she asked him what he did and he explained all of it. And she didn't catch it. Because... Well, that's because she doesn't like him. Well, he talks a lot and it's hard. Like, I don't know. I'd be like, look, Jose, give me the three bullet points. How you got there? Yeah. And go. Five minutes or less. I mean, five minutes. He can do it. He talks on and on and on. So. Elevator pitch. I don't want no full sentences. <laughs> just, she's just probably not points. asking him very many questions at all. Just because ah, I'm like, you gotta give him parameters. Heavens. <sighs> okay, so that's basically them. Boo, they're over. Yeah, now we get so to Brett in this green jumpsuit. Oh. What did oh you think? I was like, there's a lot of titties on the stage. I was like, this, and it, it wasn't good titties. Like, I was just like, right. I was like, Brett, this is too much. <sighs> like, you know, I, I there's a time and a place. You know what I mean? And like, I love, you know, uh, women and our bodies. We have beautiful bodies. Love the woman body. 
Um, it just was too much. It was too much. We're on Lifetime. This set looks <laughs> atrocious. Like, there's just shit everywhere. Just knick-knack, pallywax all over the place. Colors clash. And then we got this green oh sparkling jumpsuit and the breast. And I was just like, oof, this is, it was too much. It was sensory overload. I couldn't deal with it. I it's a lot. And I think the, even what made it worse for me as as we kept having to look at her. It's, wow. Um, as we kept having to look at her. Heaven. Because... Because, like, you know, she would talk, and then Ryan would talk, so when we would talk to her, like, it would be a head and chest shot of her. Yes, yes. And so, it's not like there was just cleavage. This is like, how do you describe this? It is a jumpsuit. So, like, the waistband is, like, right under her mm-hmm. boobs. Yeah, and then, so they kind of press them up a little bit more. Yeah, the waistband seems to be, like, right under her boobs, and then the the fabric that's covering her boobs is just going straight up. It's not, like fitted in any particular way Mm -hmm. it's just like almost like how a halter would be yes but for me brett is very uh she's very white in color Mm -hmm. and so as she was talking i noticed her chest kept getting like inflamed in red i guess it was like you know topics were being discussed yes yes and i was like they didn't put any makeup on she they didn't put any makeup on her chest or she didn't put any makeup on her chest and so well, you it was usually like have to like get your own makeup people for that so i guess she didn't actually i don't think she got her own, i don't think she got makeup it would have been better because her face seemed to stay the same color the whole time but you could see her getting flushed in her chest and then the mm-hmm. boobs seemed like they were gonna bounce out at any moment she does have a lot of boobs yeah um which I guess we hadn't seen throughout the show because they hadn't had any sexual touches or anything. But mm-hmm. I think that was maybe like her revenge outfit. Um, mm, I suppose. I don't think Ryan cared. Care gave a damn. <laughs> He's like, okay, you know, here's my my sister. Um, he just yeah, treats her like roommate. She's, yeah, <laughs> treats her literally like she is not a sexual being. At He's all. just not attracted, like, at all. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing. It's very obvious. He feels no tingle. There's no jump in the pants for him. Nothing. Um, anywho, so he says they've kept in touch suddenly. Uh, you know, they both live busy lives. There's no bad blood. He said for him uh, that first week when they were on the honeymoon was the best because they weren't really in real life yet, and so everything mm-hmm. was seemed happier even though it wasn't wasn't a great week for them um he admits he could have communicated better they asked brett if she's seen growth with ryan and brett does not answer the question he says he's learned he can be patient when it comes to sex which i guess before this ryan was kind of like maybe a one-night stand guy or just like jumping into sex first without having any connection um he says if he could do it over he would be more open with his emotions, I guess. For some reason, his sister is there. Yeah, and I don't know why. <laughs> to drag it out a little bit more. She comes out looking just like Ryan, without a beard. Um, she says the family loved, loved Brett and that Brett fit in well with the family. They play that clip of them talking. If you guys remember when Brett mm-hmm. went over to Alexa's and was trying to figure out what the hell's going on with Ryan. And Alexa said Ryan may be distracted by somebody else. Um, they play that and ask Ryan, like, what does he think about his sister saying that and kind of throwing him under the bus? Ryan actually says, I could understand why she would say that because that's happened in the past. And I was like, what? I was a little, a little confused, a little perturbed just because, 
if someone <laughs> if someone said that to the person I married to, whether it happened in the past or not, I'd be like, you overstepped. Um, but I don't know. I guess I see her as kind of his big sister. He seems to be in line with her, but yeah, that's true. Um, doesn't seem to be like a issue of tension in their sibling relationship, which is good. However, Alexa goes, they ask Alexa how she feels about Brett now. Alexa says her feelings have changed a bit since she learned Brett was seeing someone and telling Ryan after, um, like she confronted Ryan, she had learned that Brett was seeing someone. There's this whole back and forth. Brett says she's not seeing anyone. Ryan says it carried on past decision day and it was someone Brett was seeing while they were married or like pre-decision day. Mm-hmm. Brett says all she did was meet someone and exchange numbers. She said there wasn't like a relationship. Um, she said they stayed in touch here and there and it didn't distract her from her marriage. Ryan says it was more than a friendship even on the night they met. So mm-hmm. I wonder what that means. I wonder too. It sounds interesting, but she's not in touch with that person anymore, apparently. Um, They play the clip where Brett asked Ryan about the app. Um, Like, I don't don't know what that was supposed to do, because it sounds like we're both in trouble now. (sighs) That's true. That is true. Uh, Alexa says that she believes Ryan is ready for marriage. Ryan agrees. Brett says she's ready for marriage, too. Um, And they kind of both agree that this wouldn't have worked out regardless there's nothing that could have saved this marriage um and then brett goes on to say the hardest part about this is just you know going home and her dog's not there which yeah kind of sucks like going into Mm -hmm. this with your with your support and then coming out of it without but she says they just never emotionally connected her and ryan but they can be friends they do like some weird high-fiving thing so i guess all's good in the hood I suppose so. So then, mm-hmm. we get to Marilyn Gill. Wait, we get to Marilyn Gill, right? Am I missing someone? You get to Marilyn Gill. <laughs> okay, because I was like, shit. Am I missing? Sometimes um, taking notes for these things, it's a little. Yeah, you know, like it's easier to watch when I'm. Yeah, when I'm taking notes, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marilyn Gill come out. Marilyn does not have on that eyeshadow that she did in the re- in the decision day. Thank goodness, because my word. Um, she is wearing um, just a plain, uh, fresh face. Well, I don't know if it's fresh. Uh, but she's just wearing a red lip and, like, I believe, like, some eyeliner. But no shadow. Thank the Lord. Yeah, some more natural look. I think there is, like, a light coating of foundation. But Yes, yeah. And then she's wearing uh, more boots, um, more thigh-high Studded boots. boots. Yes. And um, I believe just, like, was it a white dress or a red dress? It's a red dress. It's, like, a kind of like a... A light red, not quite mm-hmm. like pink, but like a washed out red looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually like this outfit. I, I liked uh, what was happening. Gil is wearing um, some sort of suit, but I was distracted by shoes. It's a burgundy suit, which I thought yeah. was nice. I do like, I do like burgundy, uh, but he's wearing some shoes. Um, Kevin asked, are those red bottoms? Um, and Gil says, you tell me. Kicks his leg out, crosses it over his knee. I thought, I thought, you know, I thought we couldn't have nice things, Gil. What's happening? 
Mirla says she converted him to her side of things. Mm, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, he also so has we, this beard that I mentioned before. Yes, he has a beard. I'm still not attracted, but, you know, it's it's fine. I think but it works for some people. Yeah, it works for some. It doesn't work for me. Um, <laughs> so then we get a little package of Mirla not wanting to kiss Gil, and Kevin's doing some sort of weird thing where I guess he's trying to shame her because she didn't want to kiss him. Um, and so he basically asked her, how long were you prepared to hold things up? Mm. Um, that was weird for me. Like, let's respect women and their boundaries when it comes to their bodies, perhaps. Like, we're, we're chartering some dangerous territory here. Um, if I don't want to kiss you today or tomorrow or 30 days from now, who the fuck cares? Get out of my business. So mm-hmm. I was really triggered by that, you guys. Like, let's not shame women for boundaries. Um... Mirla says that she has never been described as um, high maintenance from the men that she's dated before. Uh, But Gil interjects and says that they are similar to her, so they wouldn't describe her that at all because they are that. What did you think about that? Um, This whole thing seemed really uh, messy. It seemed a little tense. With the the way the conversation was going, because even before that, Kevin talks about, you know, uh, Mira being a Debbie Downer and Gil poking fun at her. And this is one of the first times Mira's like, well, I didn't like it, but I never experienced it. So I didn't know what to do with it. I just said, I would just say, no, like that's not, mm-hmm. that's not what it is. And I was like, well, maybe you should have said you didn't like, uh, you know, if, if we could rewind time. Um, and with this high maintenance thing, uh, I think, it's in, in this case with these people, high maintenance seems very, very subjective. I agree. I, I could see why Gil would say she's high maintenance, but I don't know if she's objectively high maintenance, you know? And honestly, like, I... She maintains herself, so... Yes, exactly. And my thing about that is, like, high maintenance, calling someone high maintenance just feels very juvenile to me. Like, mm. I feel like I was probably calling high maintenance in high school, and it's like... You were high it, maintenance? Why did they say that? Tell me more. I think just because I am the way that I am. I expect certain things, and I want things a specific way. Mm. Like, I remember, like, in terms of, like, where I went to eat or, you know, where we went for dates and stuff, I was like, I, you know, want this, this, and this, this. I don't like this. So I think, honestly, high maintenance to me in the past meant, like, standing up for yourself. Like, mm. if I stood up for myself and was like, I don't really like that or that, then you're high maintenance. Like, I'm just not going with the fucking flow. So, okay. Yeah. So when I hear someone saying that, it just feels very juvenile to me because I'm like, what? what is your, what's the baseline here? Mm. I think it, and from my perspective, I would probably consider you high maintenance if I feel like you were being more difficult than reasonable. Um, more difficult than whom? No, I just mean like than reasonable. Like if you're like, oh, well, let's go out to eat and I don't like this kind of food, but I'm open to, you know, whatever. I'd be like, okay, cool. But if you were like, I only go to these two places, I'd be like, that's not really reasonable for for, all, for okay, everyone well, yeah. to go out. And I guess know? in like, that minute, I probably wouldn't call that person high maintenance. I'd just be like, you know what? Our energies are just not aligned. <laughs> 
know, and that's okay. Like, you know. Well, yeah, like, like, it's fine, but, like, I'm not going to go out to eat with you because we can only yes, go to two places. exactly. Like, I have an adventurous <laughs> eater. You know, I like to eat different things. So maybe you'd be better suited with someone who wants to eat that, you know? Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, by it, it's beyond reasonable. Right. Not, like, to yes. any baseline, but it's, like, it's very hard to it makes it more difficult to do things with you to enjoy Mm -hmm. time with you because everything needs to be this way and it can't be, which I can see sometimes with Mirla, um, with her being like, she's not able to enjoy everything because of her preferences, which is fine. But then she's constant. She'll complain about all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like it's definitely okay to voice your preferences and say, like, if you were back, if we're talking about you back in high school and you're like, Oh, I, I don't I don't like this. I would like to do this and just have an expression, but realize that you can't have it your way all the time. I think that may be the difference. And Mirla did go along with a lot in this experiment. I want do want to give her some credit. Yeah, that's true. And we um, actually she, get into that. Um, ooh, I believe yeah. because we see this like never before seen of Gil giving her a massage outside in Key West. <laughs> and she was just like, I'm very uncomfortable. He was like, you don't consider this bonding? And she was like, no, I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so then they started asking her, they're like, well, what she was so She said she would consider it work. <laughs> yeah, she said she'd consider it work. And so they were just like, well, what, what didn't she like about it? And she was just like, you guys, it was 95 degrees. I was in the sun. I made it clear that I didn't want to, I wanted to take things slow with physical touch. Mm-hmm. And basically her boundaries, like he didn't, he did not, I don't think he really took into consideration the things that she was saying, which is like, you know what, even though you don't care about boundary or no, even though you don't want to be touched, I'm going to get ahead and give you this massage out here in the sun. Y'all know how hot it gets in, in, in the keys. Um, and, and more hot, humid it was. There was no water. There was no ocean. There was no breeze. <laughs> like it sounded like a fucking disaster. So then you have this man coming out being like, oh, well, I know you don't want me to touch you, but hey, I'm about to give you a massage out here. Like, what? No. I mean, for any, for, to receive a massage in, like, in public, like, outside, you know, massage right? is usually you and, like, one practitioner. It's not like, oh, I'm laying on a table uncovered with my husband rubbing me up. Like, that's. Right. That was so gross. That would be weird. Even if I knew you, I'd be like, what are we doing? Right. That's, even that's if it was my partner, that. I'd be like, why are you massaging me out here? It is fucking 100 degrees. I'm in a bikini sweating and you're rubbing what? Oil on me? Yeah. You want me to die? Like, I just, I would just be like, this is not working for me. Yeah. And that would have been. Be a, like, Let's not and say we did. Yeah, let's not do this. And so, like, I didn't even care about that. Like, I was just like, I get how she didn't really want that. Um, I don't think that's high maintenance, though. And I don't think that was the best example example to use for high maintenance. It wasn't at all. Um, Yeah. And it's just, I know some of the other stuff that happened early on, like, even with them getting the breakfast and it was, like, carbs. No, that breakfast was trash. Well, yeah, I'm I'm not saying that's high maintenance either, but it would have been... Like, when you know they're very misaligned, like, Mira and Gil, like, I feel like if I got a breakfast like that and I was like, this is too much, this is very heavy, I would like to have something lighter, I would hope that my partner would be like, okay, let's go get something somewhere else. I agree. And, like, something with more variety for both of us because maybe we both don't want to sit and eat bread for breakfast. I agree. Um, I agree. And honestly, like, if my partner, if we both had that meal 
we would both be like, we can't eat this. So like, let, we're just going to have to get food somewhere else. Like we got to be aligned here. Yeah. And so I knew it was going to be trouble when he was like, well, I can eat anything. I can eat anything. Well, I mean, even like, if he uh, could eat it, he could have still said, I'll eat this. Let's figure out a place for you to get some food. Yes. I know exactly. you want whatever yes. and you want like your own milk. Like, let's try to accommodate you as yeah. well. Like we're in the Keys. Let's go try and see if we can find a smoothie place. But, you know, like I feel like it takes two. So yeah. I just, I don't know. So then we yeah. could have, would have, should have with them. Well, actually, no, I take that back. There is no <laughs> Um. So then do you want to walk us into what Mirla, oh no, what Gil says next about uh, the Ooh. decision day and what happened after? <sighs> Let's see. I have so many notes about, about them. Um. Let me, let me catch up to where, where we were at. Cause I was just flowing with what you were saying. Uh, basically, I'll, I'll I'll walk us into it. No, so, no, no, no. Oh, you got it. <laughs> don't go yet, because that I have I had some stuff before that, but okay. Very briefly, after the high maintenance thing, uh, there was this comment about sex, and apparently in the matchmaking special, Mira says she likes to have sex as often as possible. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can oh, believe I it. I didn't know that. Did I not well, watch someone who she probably? I'm sure with someone she actually likes who isn't degrading her every day. I'm sure she probably is a sexual person. Yeah. So they made that clip. They put that clip in there, I guess, to reinforce the high maintenance of her re- rejecting the the physical touch and kiss stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So Kevin asked Gil if it was worth it. Gil shares a little bit more background about what's happened. He said they moved in together. Um, but they haven't been together since decision day. He says 14 days after Mila decided she didn't want to be with him anymore. Um, they insert this clip of her drunk crying to Dr. Pepper when she's saying, I didn't think it'd be this perfect, but y'all know she was drunk. Right. And they insert it like it was factual, even though alcohol was a factor. So Mila said they're just so different. And her non-negotiable, one of her non-negotiables was uh, financial stability Gil, for some reason, says that he makes $100 more than her every two weeks. Shut up. Okay, so hold on. I need need a little clarification because what I see um, as far as these two people go, I understand she makes money. She has savings. Why is he... When when he says he makes $100 more than her, how? What does that mean? He probably means some, I don't know. He's probably talking about some sort of like in kind, or maybe he's talking about his fucking like health insurance or I don't even know. What, I don't even know if he knows what he's talking about because there is no way as a firefighter that just started that he makes more than her. So let's just keep it 100 here. Like what the fuck are you talking about? That, I mean, I was like, is that, is that true? How is that true? She, she didn't even, it, it didn't even phase her probably because it's not true. <laughs> Like a hundred dollars more than her every two. That doesn't like, add what does up to that a even lot. Mean like a hundred dollars more. We're on salary, Gil. I don't know what you're on, but like I he don't should know. Be on salary too, right? But yeah, that's what I'm know. saying. Like a hundred dollars more. Like what of like my base or like before tax? Like what? The, oh, I'm so sick of him. Let me just stop. I'm not sick of him, but that statement confused me. Um, she goes on to say that the initial attraction and chemistry weren't there from the beginning. She then uh, goes back and says there was attraction, but they're not they're not for each other. Uh, he gets a little bit emotional, and he says 
because they asked, you know, Gil, this the first time you've heard this. He gets emotional. He's like, this is the second Are time. Are you sure he was getting emotional? Yes. Let me tell it my way. We'll go to your way next. Okay. okay. He said it's the second time he heard it from her. And he says he was blindsided because she didn't communicate. He says he sold everything he owns besides his blender, his clothes, and his dog. And like that statement it. also confused. Stop it. This That statement also confused me because I was like, well, why? Uh, <laughs> So they go into some disagreeing about everything. She says she's not going to go back and forth. He says it's because I don't make enough money. She says he's projecting his insecurities onto her, which I kind of agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, She says she did what was best for him because he deserves to be with someone who likes him. And she says there was never a time that she was in love. She never loved him. And she didn't say that she loved him so she wouldn't be disingenuous, which is not true yeah that's not true i was like technically you did say that you were growing in love and you're choosing to love now granted you did not say i'm in love with him i mean if we're getting you know semantics but she also said when like that topic came up she says i don't say i'm in love with people i say i'm choosing to love people she didn't say that was specific to gill she said that's how she handles Mm, relationships maybe that was making a choice Because, I mean, she technically didn't say it, but I'm also just like, but you did keep saying that you choose to love. I mean, she did kind of like put on it. She was putting on a show. So exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is very misleading, especially like if you don't want this man, leave him alone. If you feel like he's treating you like shit, if you feel like he's poking fun at you too much or it's Mm -hmm. harmful to you, you don't have to be with him. You could have very clearly been like, I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't think we're compatible. Like, let's just move on. But to play this game is not fair i guess my thing is it's like i gil would say one thing and then like do another so throughout this whole process he was always just like oh you know her attitude you know she's a princess like you know she makes all this money i don't have no savings like he was always just like degrading like degrading her nagging at her all the time throughout this whole process, but yet he's in love with her. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and mm. it, it just feels very strange. Like, if you love me, like, why do you talk to me like that? Like, if you love me, why are you always constantly saying that, like, you know, I'm too, you know, I'm too high maintenance and I like the finer things in life and I like this and I like that and you don't like this and you don't like that and you could sleep in a crate, you could do this. Like, what does he love about her? Like, why why is he in love with her? So, like, I just feel like at the end of the day, when I think the cameras went away, I truly believe that that behavior continued. He was still nagging her shit, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And maybe she finally was able to step back and be like, you know what? I don't even think I really like this at all. Now, Mm -hmm. am I saying that she shouldn't have lied and like maybe expressed this from jump? Sure. But I feel like people forget that like on this TV show, like these producers are heavily like pressuring everyone to stay in the show and to comply and basically be married and say you're going to work at it and say you're going to try and do all this, you know, ridiculous shit for this show. So let's say she would have been like, you know what, this isn't working for me. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I felt like it would have, it just would have been to her disservice. Like, I honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying that she should have lied, but I could actually kind of understand why she did this. Mm. 
I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's right at all because it's not. But I could see myself being like, you know what? I'm not into this man, but I'm just going to ride it out. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like fuck her when it comes to this because you see multiple people in this situation addressing an issue as it arises and yes, I'll stay, you know, married through decision to decision day. Mm-hmm. We may not get along. We may not sleep in the same apartment, but that's not what she, she didn't like disengage, you know, if she felt some kind of way, which she, I feel like she could have done or maybe should have done, or maybe should have addressed the issue. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like she addressed any issues during the experiment. She like right, went along yeah. with it almost like happily. Like, I feel like if you could do like, negative five to positive five she went along mm-hmm. with the experiment in a way that comes across as very fake and very disingenuous and saying i, I, like I want to stay married to my husband and yeah blah, blah. if you that would have been a time to be like actually uh i don't think this is for me because i know she expressed doubts to her friends mm-hmm. but did she speak i don't and i don't know private conversations they've had of course but yeah it seems like the private conversations that they would have had to navigate this would have been more beneficial for both of them if she'd be like i actually feel like i'm kind of on the fence about this because yeah you know and you're poking like fun and you don't make I money truly, or whatever i truly believe that i am for some reason i'm on her side because i don't Ooh. feel like i don't feel like gil is genuine at all like really i don't like just the nagging that he did this whole fucking show really triggered me i felt like he was incredibly insecure and then when he got up here and started like doing some sort of like sad boy talk about how it's been tough and you know i'm still in love with her and i haven't begun to heal i just didn't believe him like i just didn't believe him at all like him saying that he was meant to be with her but you could degrade her all day like all day you were just like she this and she that and she 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 do this and she do that and she wants this and she's high maintenance and she's a um what do you tell his mama something about like she you know she wants the finer things in life like you know I'm not like that like he made he made no effort to ever really like understand like her high maintenance or whatever that shit is called whatever you want to call it I just feel like he talked down to her and like just nagged and nagged and nagged the whole thing. So for him to sit here and be like, oh my God, I'm so sad. Like, I just don't buy it. I don't mm. buy it. I'm sorry, y'all. It's probably, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the only person who feels this way, but like, I just don't. Maybe, I but you've been against him. Gil the whole time. Not against him, that's the wrong term. But I haven't liked been... him at all. Yeah. So I wouldn't really expect you to maybe say anything different, but you also haven't been like team Mirla the whole time either. It's been, no, that's true. I haven't. Yeah. And honestly, like I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm, it's not that I'm on her side because I probably would have stopped this from jump. Like <laughs> I would have been like, you know what? You have one more time to call me high maintenance and then we can go ahead and end this. Um, so I would have stopped probably mid, I'd say probably like four weeks when they did the um, check-in for mm-hmm. with uh, Dr. Pepper. I would have been like, you know what, let's just call this. Um, so I don't really like her her waiting until the end, but I also don't know what happened. I feel like some conversations were had because he tried to kind of like, I don't know, he was saying some stuff about how he felt like it came out of nowhere and then he stayed with her for a month after that. And I was just like, I need more information about that. Like, yeah. why did That's you stay thing. with 
Like, I feel like we're missing some things here. Like, we why are. would you stay when she said she didn't want to be with you, but then you stay for a month? I was like, no, no, no. Y'all aren't telling us everything. That's the thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure they've had some private conversations somewhere along the line that could have influenced things. I think it would be very hard to be with someone for two months and never have, like, a serious conversation. But we didn't really see any serious conversations mm-hmm. between them and the show as far as, like, okay, well... I have this issue with you and I'd like you to work on this or whatever. They were just kind of right. like, you know, I want you to stop shopping and I want you to earn yeah, more money. Like, like the same story. Stop shopping like, over and, and over save Like, shut up. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. I, y'all obviously can tell I'm just not a Guild fan at all. So. so we've missed details with them, but this was, I mean, for me, it was hard to watch because I think he is a little messed up about this. Um, He did say he's in therapy now, which that's good. We should all be in therapy. Um, but for for this case, I believe him when he says he loved her. I could see where he could love her. She seems mm. to have really great potential when she like you break through her barrier. But those walls she has, like she's put those walls up now, and she's kind of like, I never loved him. And I was like, well, damn, that's really, <laughs> really uh, harsh to say to someone after you've been, you know, t- decided to stay married to them. It's been two months. Um. Yes, but at that two months, you had already you kissed him when you said you don't kiss people you don't know, and you had sex with him, and you know, y'all did you know a lot of stuff, not sent that would like if Brett sat next to Ryan and was like, I never loved him, I'd be like, we all knew, mm-hmm. but because she's like, I've never, I never loved him, but you were telling the man, I'm choosing to love you, like, what's going on here? She could have said, I was never romantically in love I was never like that kind of in love with you like I really care about you. I don't know but I think her delivery with most things is a problem so I'm not sure mm-hmm. I guess I'm not sure like what exactly she she was trying to say but it, for me it didn't come across as caring and compassionate for this person that you were just married to not saying that women need to be caring and compassionate but right you know like this is there's another person involved here um it's not just like i don't know she but she she does that all the time she just speaks like you know it's just it's mirrorless world and everybody else is like a casualty um or no one yeah, else's feelings I do agree matter with that like I even never... with her bridesmaids from the beginning she was like i don't look like that and it's like yes. bitch this is a person like i mean the way she talks i would <sighs> never talk like i'm like you yeah i just don't come at people like that because you know i'm i'm healed so i don't know she got some healing. i mean with mira like it's like anybody can get it and i find it so ugly um well hopefully she's in therapy too because she certainly needs it you know she didn't say but like in her mind she may think that you know Again, it's everyone else, and I don't know. This is this was a really um, tough one to watch, and then Kevin doesn't make it any better. He doesn't. He's so messy and childish. <laughs> he, uh, Mira says she wants Gil to be with someone who wants to be with him, and I was like, okay, well that makes sense. You could have, you know, you could package this all better. She needs like a PR person because she by herself will run herself into the ground. Um, but Kevin says, I'm looking at y'all. He's like, I'm looking at this woman. I'm looking at you and she doesn't want you, bruh. Or something like that. Yeah, that was, was like, so weird. I was like, Kevin, you don't what? even know her. So like, how do you know what it looks like for her to not be invested or interested? Like, I was like, that is yeah, so Yeah, and then he ridiculous. asked me, like, am I reading that right? Am I overstepping? Like, it's like, up. you know, oh. you're over, like, stop adding fuel to the fire. Kevin we don't need any more trash. here. 
Um, but Mira does go on and say, she, yes, she doesn't want to be married to him. Um, Gil's kind of like, well, there wasn't anything I can do. He's saying there wasn't anything she, he could do in the sense of she told him she didn't want to be married to him and already had her mind made up at that point. And so there wasn't really a chance to repair anything or to work on things for him. Um, yeah, let's see. He's in therapy. He said he's never had an issue with rejection, which I'm like, that's unusual. Mm. But I don't, this your story, man. You tell it. Yeah, but right. sure. Meryl says she's been okay. Life goes on. Um, I know that's, she, that's the thing. She's so fucking cold. Uh, <laughs> this woman is. I found it just so funny. I was just like, eh, I mean, well, life I does thought go about on. like, even when it started, they were like, uh, Kevin was like, how are y'all? And Meryl was like, I'm fabulous. And I was like, this, this, this. Well, she's fabulous which i wanted to be like i mean she never like she said she didn't i think like she also she had some drinks them. before this she seemed a little a little extra happy at the beginning but yeah she says she's not dating right now she will in the future um kevin reminds Gil there's probably a long line of women who want him i think that's Ugh. true too i'm sure women are coming out of the woodwork trying to get this uh well y'all have afro latino firefighter <laughs> firefighter um, I'm someone sure, for everyone. I'm sure he has many options now. Um, yeah, because the lifetime. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have at Next. it. Next. I think I think he'll be okay in the long run. I don't know who's gonna. I'm sure people are also like wanting to take care of Mirla, but <laughs> she's selective. So yeah, I don't know about that. Everybody will be fine. I'm sure. Oh, that was a tough, a tough one to watch. We then transitioned to the guys on stage and I don't know why I could have done without this. Um, (laughs) the only thing I got from this, uh, is that there was footage of the, of the bachelor party where they were at that weird bar. (laughs) It was like at the rodeo saloon or something. Rodeo ladies. Um, and so they see footage, they show us footage of Gil, you know, on the stripper pole. And then he gives one of the girls a lap dance or, not really, because I don't even think he touched her lap. Um, but yeah, so that was exciting. Um, Gil with his ripped pants. Goodness. Yes. He was um, thick back then, too. He lost weight since then. He has. He has lost a lot of weight. Um, Johnny says that in his relationship with Bao, that he never left or like abandoned her. He always wanted to take breaks during the arguments because he didn't want to like put all that emotion on his wife. Um, sure, whatever. Um, I also <laughs> learned that apparently Mirla and Rachel are good friends. So yeah, I learned that Johnny and Mirla are good friends. Yeah. And so apparently Zach, wait, no, um, Ryan was saying that Mirla liked that Rachel was single or something over the mm-hmm. summer. I was just like, what? So I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah, it was. And then another notable thing, they talked about um, the bromance between Jose and Johnny. Johnny said that Jose's vibrance is like sunshine. Johnny had a lot of ways to describe how he feels about Jose. Yeah, he's like a moth to the flame. He was like, yeah, he was like, uh, Jose's like a ball of light and I'm like a moth. Yes, I was like, so vibrant. Maybe y'all should get married. Um, um, and then Johnny also said that Rachel, that, um, Rachel just didn't want to hang out at the house all day, basically with, with Jose. And I was like, I know that's right. (laughs) That was so funny to me. Yeah, he's, 
he's boring um truthfully yeah the other thing that i really liked in this um scene was they had a montage of johnny and zach crying Mm -hmm. all throughout the season both of them just back and forth tears all all over the place all heartbroken and broken i thought it was a little funny um but zach says he was happy he was able to be emotionally vulnerable in this experience he he's happy seeing that he was crying the whole time he was able to access that so beautiful beautiful Uh, yeah Um, so was that it for the um yeah, I think that was pretty much it. They talk about how all the all the guys left. Gil was the only person who never, like, took a break from Mirla. He said there were times he wanted to, but he felt it was more important to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, they all kind of agree that Gil was the most patient. Uh, both Johnny and Zach say they would have preferred Mirla's problems than the problems of their wives. Yes, so. I thought that was very interesting. I was like, all right. I know. It's always, like, kind of like that grass is greener kind of thing yes, where... that's true. I mean... Zach would have preferred Mirla or Mirla's issues. I can see issues. that though. I mean, as long you know, Mirla not throwing things. She's just like, I want to go out. Mirla and is have super a nice... disengaged. She don't even want to do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, but... she's like, I just want to go out and have a nice meal and brunch and Toulouse. Yeah, and, you know, that's it. So, I mean, from that point of view, she's low maintenance. Yes, and... that's true. He probably would and... want to do the things she'd want to do because he want to be out there in the streets. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was super, super interesting. And there's also this point during this where Gil talks about, Gil's talking about Mirla, speaking about her, and he's still referring to her as his wife. And he's saying her ambition drives him to do better. And Kevin kind of calls that out and is like, you know, I notice you're still calling her your wife. How does everybody feel about it? And everyone's saying they're shocked because Gil and Mirla seem solid um, to them. They didn't have any issues that people knew about, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he makes that comment about, well, Johnny, you know Mirla well. And I was like, what? Do you, How do people know Mirla well? How does that even happen? She I seems no hard idea. to get to know. She's not friendly. I don't know. Very strange. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so before we get into Michaela and Zach, we're going to take a quick break. Just a quick little break here. Uh, just to prepare um, for the back and forth that we're going to have to do with this. Oh, couple. man. So we will be okay. right Okay, guys, so we've taken our break, and we are ready to discuss uh, Michaela and Zach. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so uh, we find out that Michaela does not want to be in the same room as Zach, apparently. <laughs> um, she is requesting that she record her, her talk um, alone with Kevin, and then he'll come out and record with Kevin. Um, what did you think about that? Um, I just think Michaela's always looking for ways to do the most. And so this seemed mm-hmm. pretty on par with what we've seen from her this season. It's like every time she does it, she like, just wants to amp it up a little bit more, like make it a little bit more dramatic. And so yeah. I was like, okay, girl. I thought it was really unnecessary. Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> like, and, and honestly, I see now why she chose that after hearing all the things that she was saying. Let's talk about the things. Cause I have some thoughts, but yes, Michaela's here in a red dress. Um, that is shoulderless. Mm, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and Zach is backstage. So it's kind of like, y'all remember when everybody used to watch Maury and there was like the dads watching backstage? This is mm-hmm. kind of what that's like. Um, and Michaela says the reason she can't share the set or share the stage with Zach, you know, they have like a love seat there. They also have a chair off to the side. 
Yeah. Michaela says the reason she can't do that is because she's made a decision to protect her energy and she wants to speak without being interrupted. Um, they start off with the whole wedding montage. Kevin speaks about the knee jerk reactions. Um, and Michaela says that Zach was right about that. And she says she's learned from it. She's still maintaining that she's learned a lot and doesn't do that anymore. And I just find it hard to believe because it's been about too. six months. She's a liar. Mm-hmm. Um, so he asked, did she have problems with Zach's behavior? And she says, yes, because there was a lack of grace, lack of forgiveness. She felt like she couldn't really come back from her behavior and that he was always waiting for the other shoe to drop, which I think is true. True. I agree. And honestly, I, I would that. too. I would too with a crazy person. Well, Should. yeah. I mean, if I was in his position, I'd be like, okay, so... I don't know what's really going on. With yeah. Like you just freaked out because I took the dog to daycare. So I too would be like, well, damn, what's really about to, what's really about to upset you? Yeah. Like, she, I, she didn't just freak out. She moved yeah, out. She moved oh. out and then slammed <laughs> the paper towels and the Clorox wipes. He doesn't even realize that. Well, I'm sure now he probably knows, but like, yeah, she did the absolute most over nothing. Well, that's the thing. Like I could see if like, I could even see maybe an argument of like, and that's like on the reach in, like an argument that I went somewhere you didn't know where I was. Like, okay, right. we can argue, we can be mad, but you took all your shit and moved. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's truly it's, insane. It's a lot. Um, so then, the sister comes out. Um, yeah. Well, I think just right before there's a montage of all the back and forth with the oh, timelines yeah, between yeah. each event, right? Yes, and it's like. Yes. Two days later, they're in love. Two days later, they're mad at each other. Four days after this happens, and it's just like them constantly being unsteady. And Michaela mm-hmm. says it wasn't really a roller coaster; it was just like up and down. I think she's said that, or maybe no, Zach, Zach said, said that. that. Zach said that. Okay. Um, she Sorry, said, y'all. but she does say that they were both equally to blame, but she shouldn't have participated in those fights the way she participated. I'm like, why can't you just say? Like, why has always got to be some crazy language? Like, why can't you just say, <laughs> I really, you know, have an issue with my rage and I need to just figure out what's going on with me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just so tired of her. So um, Kevin's whole job while this is going on is to try to encourage her to have Zach on stage with her. Yes. Basically. And she's like, no, 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 no. But he does say he's going to bring her sister on. She's like, oh, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Da, 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 da. No, she's she's a piece of work. Um, yeah. So sister comes ahead. out. So Sharifa. And, uh, Sharifa. Very unflattering. Um, black and white dress. It's stripes, right? Like yeah, prison stripes. stripes. They say you're not really supposed to do stripes like that on camera. Mm. Um, but, you know, whatever. Well, they say you shouldn't do horizontal stripes in yes. person because, you know, they draw your eye from side to side and make you look bigger than you are. So. Exactly. I was trying. I didn't want to say it. Oh. Well, y'all, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Y'all <laughs> are my people. And stripes, if you're larger aren't always so flattering now the vertical ones make you look taller is what Mm -hmm. they say yeah because they draw the eye up and down but yeah i used to wear a lot of horizontal stripes when i was like super skinny because i was like super skinny um but (laughs) you know you gotta know you gotta know what works for your body you know you gotta know when to let things go yes and when to let things go i i am not wearing the stripes right now i may in the future but not right now and i would Hmm, you know that's a good goal i don't know if i like stripes enough to like be planning to wear them i would have encouraged sharifa um to not black or white dress period let's let's not do Mm -hmm. the stripes um So then sister says that she thought that they were a good match, uh, but now Mm -hmm. she's indifferent to Zach. 
She thinks that they both wanted to be right all the time and are both very stubborn. But in a marriage assessment, um, I think it's pretty. uh, I don't know. I feel like she's really. Do they both want to be right? No, I think she's sugarcoating the fact that her sister is a complete basket. That's enough. Uh, (laughs) Like truly. Um, So, yeah, she basically said that someone needs to say, "Okay, I want to be married more than I want to be right, basically. Um, So then Kevin asked Michaela if Zach was messing with her emotions and she says yes. She claims that she gave him the green light to go multiple times and she's trying to work on the relationship, but he would always, um, I guess basically was always just like, it's not going to work out, you know, like we're just too, you know, we're not compatible, blah, blah, blah. So then she tells the story for the one month anniversary. She says it was a pick me up for their relationship. They were bonding. Apparently they were kissing, touching other. And then he says not to tell anyone that we did that. What do you, I don't know. I don't know who to agree with. I don't know if she really said that or if she's lying. Okay. So my, do you remember this episode? Yes. Because I remember they were upstairs in the, in the hotel, everything. Yes. They looked very cozy. And then we saw some footage of them. What appeared to be naked Mm-hmm. Um, with robes on, and then like three hours later, they were getting food because they got hungry. So I yeah. assume they had had sex because we've all done that. We're like, we have sex, and it's like, all right, let's get some food. Yeah. So I mean, that's my whole thing too. In that episode, it was very implied they had sex, especially when they were like, both of them were like, "Are you ready to go to sleep? Yeah, I'm ready to go to sleep." And we know y'all not about to go to sleep. So. Um, she says that that's what happened and he said not to say anything about it, which I'm, I'm a little confused because I didn't notice in the episode that neither of them said what happened and it was just like, oh, we got hungry. Yes. And it was like, okay, so y'all just woke up out of y'all sleep and just... Yeah, like, that doesn't sleeping. make any sense, you guys. <laughs> Woke like, up in the middle of the night and got some is, food, got dressed. Or, no. Right? And, like, if y'all were so... No. Like, we all know. We all grown here. Like, let's just keep it 100. Like, that's not what happened. Someone had an orgasm of some sort. I'm not saying y'all had sex. Hopefully someone had an orgasm. But I'm um, assuming orgasms were had, and then you guys were like, all right, let's go get some food. Orgasms were attempted. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I was like, that's interesting. Why would... Why would he say, like, don't tell any, like, okay, yeah, that's if, weird. if he said that, why would he say that? And what's the harm in someone knowing? Yeah, I guess. Because y'all are sure. filming this. Yeah. Why would he not want anyone to know? I don't know. And so she went on to say that even if she did say something, he said that he would deny it. And so we move on from there, I guess. Zach is in the backstage, uh little room that he's in he's having a whole complete fit he's saying that she's lying and that didn't happen and he said that she the whole reason she's doing this is so that he can't defend himself mm-hmm. um we also learned that oh go, were you about to say i was gonna something? say what well, you were about to say because there's more oh. um about after decision day she apparently stayed with zach for seven yep. to eight days straight um apparently after decision day when he told her that he you know, wanted to have a relationship, but didn't want to have a marriage. Um, <sighs> he invited her to come back to his place. So she was cooking, cleaning, having sex. He says that he was trying to help her out. Help her out with what? Was she homeless? I don't know, girl. Something's not adding up. And she's not really giving us a lot of information. Because it's like, why would he ask you to come back to his place and stay there for seven to eight days? Well, exactly. That's why I was like, was she... Was she- 
out was something wrong with her apartment unit was she but wouldn't she have said but why didn't she say that then I don't think I would invite somebody that I just divorced to come stay with me for a week. Exactly. Which is why I think something happened, but she wouldn't tell us. She was just like, I was just there on my own free will. He invited me. And it's like, but Michaela, why were you there for real? So she says that he said that she was uh, encroaching on his space, mooching, and he was intending to help her somehow. Like, that's that's the reason why she was there. I don't know. Which is why I'm like, so Michaela, you're not telling us what he's helping you with. Like, you're not giving us all the information. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get the information in this episode, so <laughs> it's, still a, it's still a little muddle. Maybe it'll come out, but mm. I don't really know. She says she tried to end things with Zach via text message and then later invited him to the dog park, and he said something about they can be cordial in public. And so in her mind, she feels that he played her, and she says she was in a marriage. She doesn't know what Zach was in. It's all very dramatic. Very. Um, we eventually get her off the stage, and... <laughs> And yes, finally. Zach is allowed to come out. Um, he says he doesn't know why they couldn't be on the same set. He says he was excited to see her, um, looking forward to, you know, filming with her again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin asked Zach when he first got nervous about their relationship. And Zach said he felt very nervous when she moved out the first time, which mm-hmm. rightfully so, as we just discussed. Yeah. Um, he then tries to do this good guy routine again, and he's like, well, maybe it's my fault because I abandoned her, which, I mean, just go to go to your therapist. Go to your therapist. I know some of y'all think, like, oh, things are getting better. You don't need to go to therapy. No, you should keep you guys, going. Keep going. And, keep you know, going. Reduce your frequency, good. but keep going. Yes, Maintain the relationship. Frequency. It's always good to, you know, check in, or even just be just do check-ins. If you feel like you've done enough and you just want to do a check-in every once, you know, bi-monthly, you know, just yeah. keep it on the books. Just make sure you have someone. Um, It's kind of like when you have a lawyer, like when you're like a famous person, you have a lawyer on retainer. Keep your therapist Mm -hmm. on retainer. Exactly. um, So you don't find yourself in these situations. I agree. Um, However, he says he doesn't think she takes responsibility. And this is the worst relationship out of any relationship he's ever had in his life. Not just romantic, familial, work-related, friends. This is the worst relationship he's ever been in, which is... This seems to be the clearest he said it for me. Yes, um, exactly. And I get, I, I heard you loud and clear. Yeah, you know, if you make a clear statement, it's easier to be understood. Indeed. So he says he did have feelings um, for her, and he somehow still can't understand how Decision Day was confusing and why what he said no one was able to understand. Um, mm. He said, he goes on to talk about this whole kissing thing he says it was like he didn't kiss her on the one month anniversary which i was like come on zach you didn't kiss her he says we weren't kissing before after that so i would be kissing then and i was like what and michaela's in the back and she's like see that's exactly what he said he said we deny it and i'm like well, why is he denying this though? yes this michaela doesn't like seem... give us give us all the facts like you can't tell us one thing and then not tell us the other like why why is he denying it that's the strangest thing of all not that she could she could have lied and said that they had sex and maybe they didn't complete sex or whatever but <gasps> it seems odd that he would deny that he touched the woman yeah, it's, I'm just not, that is hysterical. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't kiss her. I didn't have sex with her. I didn't even see her that night. It's like, what? Yeah, like, I don't, I just don't understand what's going on. I really don't. It, it's just getting more I, and more confusing. 
I don't know. So now Michaela can't take it, and she's willing to risk her. Uh, what did she say she had again? Let me see what my notes said. Uh, da, 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 da. Risk her. Whatever she, she wanted. What she said? Oh, she's willing to risk her energy. She can't take it anymore. Oh, she's willing God. to risk protecting her energy and her being interrupted. She's gonna go out on this stage and confront him. <laughs> don't laugh too much. Um, <laughs> she's gonna go out there and confront him. And she comes out on the stage in her red dress. And he said there, he's like, no, 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 stop, 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 because y'all know Zach is. Zach is anxious. He's an anxious person by nature. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, like she, but also he respected her space. Like, and that's she what he says. He's like, y'all gave her her time, and uh, y'all gonna give me my time. And I was like, this is getting a little. They, did, I don't know if they told her. To go, I don't think they told her to go out there because you know she does does whatever she wants. Yeah, but. she do whatever she wants. But yeah, I was just like, no, you know, you have to respect his time, his boundaries. Like, stop. Like, well, so y'all I know agree. she wanted to be on the same stage with him from the beginning. This whole. Let's be on separate stages. It's pure cap. It is cap. It is not true. She wanted to be on that stage so they could have an argument so they could engage again. She's not fooling me. She's and this was her opportunity to do man. it. She's so fucking crazy, bro. I just, I just don't know. I don't know. She's here for the drama. So that's where we end off, you guys. I guess the next episode is going to be very spicy. Ooh, part two. Yeah, it looks like they'll have some confrontation in front of the whole, like the whole group will be on stage together, it looks like, and Michaela and Zach will still be going at it. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, just mess, you know, looking forward to the mess that will come. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so have you been watching anything new this week? Any recommendations? Mm, I think I've been watching the regular stuff. I don't think I've been watching anything too new. Mm-mm. I'll talk about what I've been reading, though. Uh, well, you know, um, you don't want to hear about my reading. No, I think we're just gonna stick to. I want to hear about your reading. TV. Um, so I'm gonna stick to TV because <laughs> I've been watching quite a few since I am recovering. Um, so I've been watching this show called Scenes from a Marriage. You guys. This oh is on, yeah, I started that. This is on HBO Max. Lord. Um, so mm. this is with, I believe this is a remake or is this, this is a remake from the 1974, um, either a book or a movie, a Swedish movie, I believe. Uh, let me get sure. the facts straight. Real Tell quick. me anything. Yes. It's an adaptation of Inger Bergman's 1973 Swedish miniseries about a marriage falling apart. And falling apart it is, you guys. The first episode, like, I'd mm. say 15 minutes in, I was highly uncomfortable. And I was just <laughs> like, this is not really making me feel good. Like, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, so basically, um, the the wife is, the wife, I'm I really think. I'm curious to hear you explain this. Yeah. It's, I, it's difficult. It is. So the <laughs> wife, I believe, works in, works like they take over companies i believe or they take over like startups and stuff some sort of like corporate stuff he's a psychology professor and it starts off with like i honestly don't even know like just them in the house i don't know you guys i don't <laughs> like sitting giving a couple yeah they're giving like a couple's interview someone. but that felt kind of like therapy but she was just so detached and like so over it he seemed more like into it. Like there's a huge dis- disconnect between them that I felt like I needed more information to really understand. But apparently this series spans a period of like 10 years. So I think we'll be able to see, um, to see more about what's going on. So 
I'm re- I'm recommending it just because I was really drawn into it, but it it's not a good it's not a feel good show. <laughs> it's not. I mean, mm-hmm. this is about a marriage falling apart, and it is very um, it just seems very realistic. Um, and it was just very interesting, but also the great acting is phenomenal. Like it's Jessica Jessica Chastain, Oscar Isaac, like phenomenal writing. And they start off each episode with like showing like the set. And, like, shows them, like, walking up to the set. I thought that was really interesting. Like, they show you, like, the behind the scenes of, like, making the show. And then they, like, go into action. And then it starts off. So. And I think they do some of that throughout the show, right? Like, when they take a break or something. Yeah, they take breaks. And they just show the set. And I'm like, uh," I'm like, this is very interesting. I've never seen this before. Um, So, yeah, that's what I've been watching. I would definitely recommend it just because, man, if anything, it'll show you what not to do. So, um, Mm. so yeah, so check that out. It's on (laughs) HBO max. Yeah. As y'all can tell, I've, I've seen a little bit of it, but sometimes when shows are too highly dramatic, I will not complete. Yeah. Um, I watched two episodes and then was like, it was nighttime and I was like, you know what? Let me just take a step back. So then I started watching the way down and I was like, Ooh, what's that? Um, I will do that. I'll do that next week, uh, for my okay. next recommendation. But I was just like, shit, this is too much heavy shit on, in, in the mm. evening. I'm just trying to relax. Yeah. I think I told you about love life last time mm-hmm. and I've just finished that. And after finishing it, I still think it's good. I think it's a little bit, it's very realistic, which I'm finding a little bit triggering. Um, mm. not that it's like angry or sad or anything like that. It's just, it's a very seems like will be an accurate depiction to real life. Um, which is like, that's not why I came here. I came here for entertainment, but, um, still like it. That's my HBO. My next HBO show I'm going to watch is the sex life of college girls. I think it's Mindy Kaling's new oh, show. Oh yeah. I saw that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch that. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's are you not going to tell what you're reading? Um, I asked. No, not on this. We can discuss. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, thank you for, you know, just listening to us. I know we've got followers all over the world. Um, yeah, please, we'll see y'all. Please connect with us on IG. Um, you know, follow us, uh, make comments, like us, um, give us five-star reviews on Apple. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. All right. See y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs>